Glory to Jesus Christ. Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish presents Light of the East, a program revealing how the Eastern Catholic Churches have nourished the Roman Catholic Churches and today's world in profound ways through their histories, traditions, mysteries, and spirituality. Hello, I am Father Thomas J. Loya, pastor of Annunciation of the Mother of God Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois, and this is a story of the Eastern Churches, an inspiring story of faith, courage, intrigue, mystery, spirituality, dissension, and reconciliation. But most of all, this is an expression of a great experience of faith through our unique divine liturgy. Join with me now as we look toward the Light of the East. Light of the East is also supported by Eastern Christian Publications, where you can find the prayers of the Catholic Byzantine Daily Office at ecpubs.com and by easternchristianmedia.com, a broadband network for you to learn more about the Eastern Catholic Churches. That's easternchristianpublications.com. Glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loya, your host. Especially at this time of year, I get into conversations with people about the election, the presidential election, of course, to be specific, and of politics in general. As I get into discussions with people, sometimes they even say to me, hey, Father Tom, you should run for president. (laughs) And I say to them, well, actually, to be honest with you, I wish I could. I don't regret that I can't. I'm happy as a priest, but I understand why I can't. But on another level, yes, I wish I could. The reason why I wish I could Is not because I have some kind of ambition for political office. It grows out of my same desire that I desire to be a priest, and that is to do as Jesus Christ said in Matthew's Gospel, go therefore and baptize all nations, teach them. In other words, I want to bring the gospel, the good news, everywhere, to every person, certainly to our own nation, to the whole world. Yes, I have an ambition for world domination. World domination, meaning world domination of the gospel, the truth, the joy of the gospel, as this current pope likes to refer to it as, that joy of being a Christian. I want others to know that joy, to share in the joy that I know. And so in that sense, yes, I would like to be president of the United States, or I could have that kind of influence to bring the gospel in so far-reaching a medium as that type of political office it has nothing to do with being ambitious personally or the power of politics. It has to do with the gospel. But I also find when I talk with people about politics, and especially the presidential election, that we all have a difficulty in who to vote for. Because when you really look at it through the lens of our faith, especially the faith that is Catholic or Orthodox, I include both of them, whether Eastern or Western, When you look at politics, the election, the presidential candidates, the whole process, our government, our whole country, through that lens, you find out that no political party, no political candidate really fits exactly according to our worldview. And by that worldview, I mean a sacramental liturgical worldview, the right way to see life. 
no candidate, no political party actually fits exactly right. So what do we do? Let's face it, for the most part, we're only given two choices, a Democratic candidate and a Republican candidate. Yes, yes, in our country, I know we allow independence and so on. But practically speaking, we have two candidates, and they tend to be representatives of what we might call a more liberal ideology or a more conservative ideology. But what if you don't fully ascribe to either ideology or either candidate? What do you do? I have that same dilemma. So we have to vote. We should vote. So we try to vote for that candidate or party that should come closest to what we believe is the right way to see, the right way to believe, the right way to make the kingdom of God present on earth, because that's our goal. And that's the goal of government, too, is to make the kingdom of God present on earth. You see, nations, civilizations, and their governments are actually a manifestation of the kingdom of heaven on earth. That might surprise you, but that's actually what government is supposed to be. That's their task. Civilization, culture, government, society, justice, rules, laws are all supposed to work towards the goal of making the earth, what is on earth, as much like heaven as possible. That's why in the Lord's Prayer, which we say in the liturgy and in the Mass, that's why we say it, and it says in there, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. So we're asking God to help us make on earth what things are like in heaven. And one of the vehicles for that is government. And this is why we should talk about the two things most people like to avoid, so-called religion and politics. I say so-called because I don't necessarily like that word religion so much, but I'll use it because it's common. Religion and politics, because the two actually do go together. Politics is a way of making religious precepts, such as the kingdom of God, on earth. But how do we do that? How do we vote if we are faithful people? Well, I have an answer. We're going to run for president here on Light of the East. Of course, I'm saying that tongue-in-cheek. But let's pretend that we are. Our party is going to be called the Light of the East Party, and I will be your presidential candidate. And this is going to be my platform, that if I could run for president, this is what I would do. And it's what I would expect anyone to do, actually. I would expect anyone to have this platform if, in fact, they are being true to our faith. By that I mean they're seeing life, even, yes, even government, how to run a nation through the lens of the very spirituality that you hear on this program, the spirituality of the Eastern Lung of the Church, the Light of the East platform. The beginning of our platform is this. It is not an ideology. That's the first thing. You see, we labor in our world today with the difference between reality and ideology. Ideology means how we think things ought to be. And we form a whole framework, a whole ethos around that. This is what a lot of politicians do. This is why we get into this dichotomy of liberal conservative. These are ideologies. What we deal with here on our Light of the East platform is reality. Now, reality means how God designed things. Our starting point is God. You can't get any more real than that. We can try and deny God, but we can't really. You can't avoid 
For example, the order of creation, how things actually work. We cannot avoid the fact that there is such a thing as gravity. And as much as we might like to deny it, it is. It exists. The stars in the sky, the sun that shines in the morning, the waves in the ocean, the moon, mathematics, physics, chemistry, the things that are all a part of the order creation that are undeniable, and they all have their way of working, and we can't change the way they work. We have to adapt to them. So the starting point is the order of creation. How did God make things? And also that there is a God, and that God is a God who is Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, which means the God we believe in is a God who is a communion and union of persons. He's relational within himself. Now, this is going to have a lot of relevancy when we get to issues such as marriage and family. That's right. Our starting point for our political platform for issues such as marriage and family will be the correct understanding of God. Strongly emphasized in the Eastern churches as a Trinitarian God, we end all of our prayers that way to remind ourselves and to give glory to God that God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We always remind ourselves of that, and we always proclaim that to God, and that will be critical, as I mentioned, when we come to the issues, you know, the issues, like politicians like to say, of marriage and family. Secondly, once we've established the fact that our starting point is God, a Trinitarian God, who has formed an order of creation that we must learn about and defer to. The second point, then, of our platform is the human person. Who is the human person? Because if you don't know who the human person is, you don't know how to go about making just laws and policies for the human person. You don't know how to run an economy, come up with a health care plan, come up with an environmental plan. Come up with any kind of plan or policy unless you begin with the human person. And in fact, the recent popes have underlined that point, that unless you have the right view of the human person, you will not have the right view of, for instance, the economy or the environment. So our Light of the East political platform here for our presidential run right now, I know it's kind of late to jump into the race, but we're going to do it anyway. Our platform is saying that the image of the human person, our understanding of the human person is second most important part of our platform, second to understanding of God. The human person is made in the image and likeness of God, and that is going to tell us a lot. It's going to determine a lot about our policies. It's going to tell us about the dignity of the human person, and that means from womb to tomb, from the life in the womb, which is fully human, all the way to the life that seems to be moving out of this earthly existence. In other words, aging and dying. And everything in between, which includes marriage and family. It includes how we treat even other nations, prisoners, how we go to war or don't go to war. Everything is based upon our image of the human person. And that image is that we are made in the image and likeness of God. The second half of that image, though, as it says in Genesis, is that we are made in the image likeness of God and we are made male and female. So complementarity is essential. The recognition of ourselves as being man and woman and all that that means for some of the issues. And that brings us to one more point related to this, a fundamental point of Eastern spirituality. And we're going to pick up that point when we return. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East, 
Light of the East mission is Christianity's reunion. And to tell the story of the Eastern Lung of the Catholic Church, we need your support. In order to keep Light of the East on the air, you can make a donation now by going to ByzantineCatholic.com. That's ByzantineCatholic.com. And then donate securely using any major credit card. With your help, we can keep Light of the East's illumination bright. no secret that Father Loya and other speakers from the Tabor Life Institute are available to speak at your parish or group on marriage and family topics seen through the lens of St. John Paul II's Theology of the Body. Other topics include Eastern Christian spirituality and the significance of art in the church. The Tabor Life Institute can arrange for marriage encounters, parish missions, and can help your parish facilitate teen faith formation in either English or Spanish. For Father Loya and other speakers, contact the Tabor Life Institute by writing to taborlife at earthlink.net. That's Tabor spelled T-A-B-O-R life at earthlink.net. You're listening to Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchak. More to Life is about living the Catholic difference in our marriages, our families, the way we approach life in general. It's about celebrating life and our Catholic faith and discovering all the ways God wants to bless us and help us be a blessing to others. More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchak. Weekdays, 10 a.m. Eastern on EWTN Radio. Welcome back to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loyal, your host. We're running for president here at Light of the East. That's our party now. Our party name is Light of the East, and I am your presidential candidate. A little bit late to get in the race, but maybe it's not too late. (laughs) Of course, we're doing this tongue-in-cheek, but I hope you enjoy it, and hopefully you're learning something from it. And our message today is that if we approach life through the right spirituality, a spirituality, and in particular, some of the aspects of spirituality we know from the Eastern lung of the church, that we can have better candidates for president. We will have better government, better health care, better everything that has to do with all these hot button issues that we're all concerned about. And that's what I'm offering to you today, the right way to see, which we learn a lot about from the eastern lung of the church. Okay, so we establish the fact that our starting point is a God who is Trinity, and he makes us in his own image and likeness. So that establishes for us then how we see humanity. How we see humanity then dictates the rest of our policies, especially on hot-button issues like marriage, family, abortion, immigration. You notice how you never hear about that in all of the political rhetoric? You never really hear about the starting points Like, how do we see humanity? They launch right into the issues and the policies, and those are all after the fact. 
It's basically, what are they going to do after this or that problem exists? How do they clean it up, patch it up, or whatever? The strength of our position here at the Eastern Lung of the Church, or Light of the East Party, is that we start from the origin, the beginning of things, the spiritual launch pad, maybe I could put it that way, before we even get to the issues. If you have the right spiritual launch pad, the issues will take care of themselves. Now, I left off the first segment here by bringing you to the point where, out of our image of the human person, we have another very important, very effective, very critical, very characteristic principle from the Eastern lung of the Church, from Eastern spirituality, that when applied to the issues of our day, would bring about miraculous, miraculous things. And that is living in the both and. That is the particular genius, I believe, of Eastern spirituality. And the one thing that is missing most in modern Western civilization, we tend to live in a bipolar fashion, dichotomous, just as I said at the beginning. We have two parties. You're either Democrat or Republican. You're liberal or you're conservative. It's her versus him. Winners versus losers. That person versus us. Point, counterpoint. You ever notice that? Whenever you watch things, especially on news programs, they make a point or they bring somebody on, then they always say, they always say, and now for the counterpoint, as if there are only two dichotomous ways to look at everything and everybody. Now, this is actually, in fact, the last time I looked, bipolar was a disorder. It is neurotic. This is why we have a lot of our problems. This is why we can't find solutions oftentimes. This is why you and I sometimes have a problem voting. Who to vote for? Because we're put into this dichotomous situation, and we know that the answer is not in dichotomy. It's in the both and. And this is the hallmark of Eastern spirituality, that if it were known by our culture and applied to these issues, you would see miraculous things happen. Let's take immigration. Have you noticed how the issues are always very either-or about immigration, all the policies, all the solutions? Either we let them all come here, basically, or we ship them all back and put up a wall. Well, there's bits and pieces of both bipolar positions that are valuable, but the answer doesn't lie in either way. And you probably notice this when you listen to these solutions. The answer lies in, first of all, who are immigrants? They're human beings. They're made in the image and likeness of God. Many of them are married. They have families. So what do we do? At the same time, again, there's both in, we have to protect a nation. And protecting a nation, we actually protect those immigrants who are here, especially those who are here legally. So you see, when we look at an issue like this, the only right way to look at it is in the both and, and taking everything into consideration. This is taking an Eastern approach to an issue, a policy, if you want to use that word. So immigration, that particular issue, would have to be looked at from the both end. We need to protect the country, yes, which would mean protecting even immigrants who are here. At the same time, we need to look at these people as people. We need to treat them as people, and especially if they are people who have wives and families. Now put those two things together and you come up with your policy. It's not an either-or proposition. That's not the solution. Never is to anything. Let's take the economy. Now, there is a classic example of dichotomous thinking in our culture. 
There's basically two approaches. One is the entitlement or the give me approach or give everybody something. Take from the rich guy and give to the person who's not so advantaged. Or there's the opposite, seemingly opposite, that sometimes is referred to as trickle-down, even though that's actually a misinterpretation. It's where there's a favoritism towards those who are more capable, and basically the message is, okay, if you're less advantaged, then you need to strap up your boots and get to work like I did and earn your own way. Now, I'm presenting these things in a bit of a simplistic way, but I think you understand what I mean, that there's basically two dichotomous approaches to the economy. Well, let's reach into Eastern spirituality, which emphasizes a God who is Trinity, relational, people made in the image likeness of God, and living in the both and. Sometimes you hear this saying, well, you can give someone a fish or you can teach them to fish. Well, again, another expression of dichotomous. Another expression of dichotomy in relation to how to approach the economy. If we approach it in the both and, my policy, if I were elected president, would be this. You give a fish to people who need a fish, especially if they need it immediately, which many people do. But you also, also, at the same time, teach them to fish. And if they're not doing very well at that, okay, you give them another fish or half a fish or something like that. And you continue to help them to learn how to fish. Now, you've probably never heard that policy before. Well, it comes exclusively here from our Light of the East political party, from the Eastern Lung of the Church. You notice how it's both and? I've often struck, I've often been struck by the dichotomous approach to the economy in this regard, where it's either this idea of give everybody something, or no, no, teach them how to do it and they're on their own, because I got mine and you got to work for yours. Again, there's a piece of both that are okay, but put them together. That's our platform here. It's neither Democrat nor Republican, neither liberal nor conservative. It is both and. Give them a fish, but teach them how to fish at the same time. Now, why would I propose that if I was running for president? I'd propose it because I'd be reaching into my own Eastern spirituality. It's what I'm offering you here from our platform here on our political party called Light of the East. Now, let's take marriage and family. Notice how so many of the problems of our culture are seen in terms of law and order crime and punishment. They talk about the killings, the murders, the gangs, the drugs, and so on. But you notice no one ever talks about the fact that the basis, the origin of all this, the source of all this, comes from the breakdown in family, especially then the breakdown of marriage. Civilization goes by way of the family, and the family goes by way of marriage. This is something that the recent popes, especially Pope John Paul II, talked about. No one ever talks about getting into high crime areas and bringing people in that will help to support families. And even before that, help to support just young people, especially men, and how to be responsible men and fathers how to help women, especially if they do have unplanned pregnancies out of wedlock, how to keep that baby, how to be supported. No one comes in to teach and really support family values. And before that, values of marriage, values of being a man or a woman. Therein lies the source. If you go to the source, you don't have to worry about the other end of it so much, you know, the law and order. How do we crack down on all the crime in some of these areas? 
How do we crack down on some of the juvenile delinquency, all the young people on drugs? You don't crack down on it. Yes, we need good law and order. You go to the source of it, the source of it. And if you want to throw money around, as our government likes to do, why not throw money into investing in people, programs, organizations, especially like churches, that can help bring the message of true marriage, commitment, discipline, sacrifice, true love, and true family to bring that message into the areas that are full of high crime. Because the reason they're full of high crime is because there is a breakdown in marriage and family. Go to the source. Why is marriage and family such a key point? Let's go back to what I said at the beginning. Because God is Trinity. He is a family within himself. He's relational within himself, and he made us like himself. This is why family is critical, because it is a participation in God himself, in the Trinity. And let's face it, if we can make God present through family, through marriage, we're making the kingdom of God present on earth. And therefore, you cut down your crime. You can actually cut it down to almost nothing. Yes, we still need things on the opposite end, law and order. But first and foremost, we go to the source. And I know this is something you're not hearing. It's something that I don't hear either from any politicians. But it's something you're hearing from us here at the Light of the East political party. So when you go to the polls, and I say this tongue-in-cheek, vote for me for president. <laughs> vote the Light of the East party. And I think you'll see a great nation. Again, this is all tongue-in-cheek, but hopefully you got something valuable out of it. And I want to thank you for listening. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. To hear Light of the East again, visit ByzantineCatholic.com and click on the Features and Programs tab and on iTunes. Thank you for listening to Light of the East. We encourage you to tell a friend about Light of the East and to visit ByzantineCatholic.com. Light of the East is produced by ADC Media. For listening. Next week, we will return to the light of the East. To learn more about Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish, visit our website, ByzantineCatholic.com, where you will also find an archive of all of our programs. In order to continue Light of the East with its mission of Christianity's reunion, we need your support with a donation. Any amount will be a blessing. Please make out a check to Light of the East Radio and send it to Light of the East, 14610 Will Cook Road. Homer Glen, Illinois, 60491. That's Light of the East, 14610 Wilcook Road, spelled W-I-L-L-C-O-O-K Road, Homer Glen, Illinois. Or donate online on the homepage of ByzantineCatholic.com. From the Light of the East, a new dawn of unity is in sight. God bless you, go with God, and may God grant you many happy years. Oh!